politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. This is a day of accountability and defending our democracy. The whole thing's been rigged. Nothing more than a political hit job. The facts are not in dispute. It's a sham impeachment. The nays are 198. Present is one. Article two is adopted. President Trump is now the third president in the nation's history to be impeached. And he's the first to be impeached while running for re-election. They have nothing. They're the ones that should be impeached, every one of them. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the president also wants a swift Senate trial ending in his acquittal. But a major political power struggle is now underway between the Senate and the House, with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi holding on to the two articles of impeachment, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, not turning them over to the Senate. A very unusual spectacle. And in my view, uh, certainly not one that reflects well on the House. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who has rejected Democrats' calls for testimony from four current and former White House officials to discuss what they knew about the withholding of aid to Ukraine while the president called for that country to investigate his political rivals. In a highly unusual step, Speaker of the House continues to hem and haw about whether and when she intends to take the normal next step and transmit the House's accusations over here to the Senate. Pelosi says she needs to see action from the Senate on how a trial will proceed and whether witnesses will be called before she names House managers to present their case. She notes that during the last impeachment, senators eventually unanimously agreed to guidelines for a trial. 100 senators voted for the process on how they would go forward on the case of President Clinton. We would hope that they could come to some conclusion like that. But that seems unlikely, at least right now, given the deep divisions between McConnell and the Senate's top Democrat, Chuck Schumer. House Democrats embarked on the most rushed, least thorough and most unfair impeachment inquiry in modern history. The nation just witnessed how the Republican leader sees his role in this chapter of our history, demonstrating both an unfortunate descent into partisanship and demonstrating the fundamental weakness of the president's defense. Republican lawmakers repeatedly came to the president's defense. Ohio's Jim Jordan is a close ally of the president. This process has been unfair, it's been dangerous, and it has been harmful to our country. Democrats have never accepted the will of the American people. On the other side, Maryland Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin. No president may cheat the people by working with foreign governments to steal from us a free and fair election. The debate included floor speeches from lawmakers who took part in the impeachment proceedings against former President Bill Clinton. California Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren was a congressional staff member during the proceedings against former President Richard Nixon and was a lawmaker when Clinton was impeached. This third time brings me no joy. President Nixon attempted to corrupt elections. His agents broke into the Democratic Party headquarters to get a leg up on the election. And then, just like President Trump, he tried to cover it up. Then he resigned. This is even worse. New York Republican Peter King was among the GOP lawmakers who broke ranks with his party during the Clinton impeachment. I spoke on this floor in opposition to the impeachment of President Clinton. And 21 years ago tomorrow, I voted against all four articles of impeachment against President Clinton. Today's articles of impeachment against President Trump 
of an assault on our Constitution and the American people. Georgia's Doug Collins, the ranking Republican on the Judiciary Committee, gave a fiery defense of the president. I see coming off a president who will put his head down even through this sham impeachment, and he will do his job. He will put the American people first. He will tell them that I care about you. He will still put the economy first, and he will make sure this country stands strong. That's what I see in this abyss. That's where we're going. Democrats, in turn, gave solemn accounts of what they argued was a president violating his oath of office. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff. Has he honored his oath of office? Has he preserved, protected, and defended the Constitution of the United States? The uncontested evidence provides the simple yet tragic answer, he has not. In America, no one is above the law. Donald J. Trump sacrificed our national security in an effort to cheat in the next election. And for that, and his continued efforts to seek foreign interference in our elections, he must be impeached. On this vote, the yeas are 230, the nays are 197, present is 1, Article 1 is adopted. But while President Trump has been impeached, he has not been convicted of the charges against him. A Senate trial remains in limbo, and despite an impasse over how that trial should proceed, there's little chance that he will be forced from office, which would require a vote by two-thirds of the Senate. No U.S. president has been impeached and then forced out of the White House. And despite everything that's happened, President Trump is ready for a run at re-election. It doesn't really feel like we're being impeached, do you? The country is doing better than ever before. We did nothing wrong. We did nothing wrong. And we have tremendous support in the Republican Party like we've never had before. Nobody's ever had this kind of support. Only a day after his impeachment, the president also got a legislative victory as the House overwhelmingly approved a new North American trade agreement with Mexico and Canada, USMCA, which will take the place of NAFTA. On this vote, the yeas are 385 and the nays are 41. The bill is passed. A Senate vote will come next year. And in a final parting gift to voters before the holiday break, the House and the Senate managed to approve a budget for the entire fiscal year avoiding another government shutdown, even in the midst of roiling debate related to the impeachment of President Trump. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. 
only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.